unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Let's say I do have concerns about LDS belief. What does it benefit me or any LDS person that I talk to to stand outside the meeting house on Sunday morning and to yell at you? Right? Mm. I feel like the best way for me to engage in conversation is to just do it in that relational disarming sense so we can talk about it rather than I disagree with you. You sit down and listen to what I have to say. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Saints Unscripted. We are here with Jeff from Hello Saints. Hello. And his perfectly coiffed hair. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I work hard on this. What? What? Okay. I was gonna You're going to come in hot, like the hot question. Yeah, it's going to be like, what do you use? But then I realized how weird that sounded and people already think we're weird because we're Latter-day Saints. So we're going to skip good. that. It's all good. Um, Jeff has, he's the host of the YouTube channel, Hello Saints. And it's uh, quite an excellent channel. He, he is not a Latter-day Saint. You are a Protestant pastor. That I am. And uh, so what we're going to do today is talk about your channel. And uh, maybe, I guess, the first question is, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. And I want you to provide a perfect segue into your channel and why you decided to make it. Sure. No pressure. <laughs> yes. Um, we don't edit these at all. So, so you really are unscripted. Up, we are, yeah. Yes, See, yeah people awesome. don't believe us. I love it. Um, yeah, so um, first of all, thanks for having me. Sure. It's really yes. great to be here. And uh, you and I have had conversations on the phone and texts, and we just shot some stuff for my channel. So really appreciate your hospitality and the invitation. Really. Sure thing. A strange number of people have asked me, hey, have you? Uh, what do you think of Hello Saints, uh, this Jeff guy? Yeah. It's been interesting, but we're so happy to have you here. I mean, isn't that like the perfect, that's really the perfect setup for why I'm doing Hello Saints, because when it comes to the LDS church and uh, Protestant evangelical Christianity, which is what I'm f familiar with, which is my background, there's this like side-eyed, like, oh, who are these guys? At least from the Protestant standpoint, when it comes to LDS church members. Um, in fact, the regard that people within my context have for LDS church members, or as we would call them, Mormons, because that's just kind of all that we've known. Um, I don't even want to tell you some of the things <laughs> that, that, that are said. And you probably know them. Yes. But they're... Um, <laughs> yes, yes, we do. <laughs> so uh, to me, those are nothing but barriers. Mm -hmm. uh, barriers for conversation, for relationship, for meaningful connections. Wait, you don't feel like the best way to persuade someone towards your point of view is to insult them and demean their beliefs? <laughs> what? what? Welcome to America. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, that was really the, the catalyst, the impetus within just my heart. Uh, when a couple years ago I came out to Utah to be with some friends, we went hiking, and she is a, a Protestant Christian like myself. And she was like, you know, it's really unique out here. The spiritual dynamic is super unique. You should come out here, like live out here and, you know, just enjoy a cross-cultural experience within America. And I'm like, no, it's okay. I, I just came here to go hiking. Um, but then over the course of the next few months, that piqued my curiosity enough to want to learn more. So I began to talk to friends of mine that live out here, different pastors, different ministry leaders, 
And then I just began to immerse myself because I became fascinated with LDS culture about the history of the church, the lifestyle, the culture, doctrinal beliefs, the teachings, the church structure. The curiosity is not just this like fixation, fascination, like, oh, I got to know more. Like we're animals behind a yeah, exactly. glass. Yeah, like I, I've become... Maybe Caleb over there a little bit. <laughs> I, I am from Australia. So hey, there you sure. go. <laughs> That's right. Um, but it really it has been motivated on a heart level. So that's that's kind of the the gist. Great. So you said that like other um, pastors and bishops and all that had their own thoughts about the ODS Church. Might be a bit of a personal, but what was your specific like thoughts, beliefs about about us before investigating and finding this curiosity? Um, okay, that's a good question, and um, I, I, I need to preface that to say this is something that I, when I've talked to Utah. LDS church members, they're not aware of how much we don't know about the mm. LDS church. Like, I when when I was in Utah a couple years ago, and my friend was extending this invitation, she said LDS church, and I was like, the what? What are you talking about? And then she was like, the Mormon church. I'm like, oh, that's the same thing. She's like, yeah, Latter Day Saints. I'm like, oh, okay. Like that's how little not only I know, wow. but most people outside of the the LDS corridor Man. no at least in my experience in the Midwest Bible Belt evangelical world mm-hmm. we so, need to be more controversial like right get the word out that's that's a solution we should yeah. start sending missionaries throughout the world what the, what the heck are okay. they doing so that helps me answer the question okay i thought this might be a little bit of a stretch but it's not too far that the two guys walking around the neighborhood in their white shirts with their backpacks were Jehovah's Witness? No! Oh, no. For real? That's, that's like, oh, no, those are LDS. It was like, oh, okay. That, I really did not know very much. I knew about, is it Joseph or John Smith? I didn't know, obviously, Joseph Smith. Barely even knew his first name. Um, I heard the name Brigham Young. I, I just didn't know, I didn't know anything. As I began to just take a step in that direction, though, a few things resonated with me. The, it seems like the culture, the lifestyle was more familiar than I was expecting. For this faith context that I know nothing about, they seem very familiar to me. Um, And then just some of the curiosity questions of, well, how different are our beliefs? Um, Because I didn't know. So it's been really helpful to, I mean, guys, I watched Saints Unscripted whenever I was first starting this journey and understanding things. This guy right here, listen to him explain the Kinderhood plates and, you know, the origin of the Book of Mormon, like all those things. So uh, thank you. Sure thing. But also just reading um, as much as I can online, reading books and some of those other things. So I'm, I'm getting there. Right on. Cool. That's So missionaries have never talked to you before. They've never knocked Never. Or anything. And here's the funny thing. This is hilarious. I was standing in my kitchen like a year into this process and someone knocked on my door. I'm not lying to you. I was like, I hope they're missionaries. Because people don't knock on the door. In the Midwest, you like, unless you're like, unless I know you or you're selling something. Like, mm. people don't, you know. So, um, yeah, like, and, and it was a guy, a pest control guy. Okay. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm not interested. Rats. Do you know about the restoration? <laughs> no, goodbye. Um, but I will say, uh, just recently, I was able to have a conversation with an LDS missionary of the of the um, the Vivint sect. What is that even? <laughs> He's from Provo, selling security oh, systems. Oh, okay. In yes. 
in my neighborhood. In St. Louis. So yeah, he knocks on the door and he's like, hey man, you know, do you, do you need security <laughs> stuff? And I'm like, bro. I don't, I'm about to close the door. And then, and I was like, I'm actually probably going to like not be here for a while. We might even relocate out to Utah. Bye. He's like, Utah. He's like, are you a church member? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, all right, I have to point it out. Um, hopefully I'm not crossing any lines here. He's like, I see. <laughs> no, like, you're fine. I'm like, no, I am not. But let's talk. Um, and we ended up having a 30 minute conversation. Cool. And it was great. Nice. Um, not the most devout LDS church member, mm. um, but was still able to kind of share a couple of things with me. And we had a good conversation. Had they been missionaries, if and when, I probably shouldn't even say this. I'm saying this now it's going to happen because we're <laughs> online, right? Uh -huh. If missionaries did come to my house, I'd be like, come on in. Let's have a conversation. And I would invite them back. I, I think that's the one thing that I've been telling my Protestant Christian friends, rather than in an insulting way saying, get off my front lawn, um, invite them in, have a conversation. And you know what? Invite them back. Like, let's talk. What what risk is there in talking? So, yeah. 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 Well, I think people, we, we, we like to be right. Of course. Yeah. And, and when we feel threatened, like when someone challenges our beliefs, um, or, or, or asks us questions that we don't have answers for, I think that we have that kind of like fight or flight response. Of course, yeah. And especially online, it, it's very often fight. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, and because of the things that we don't know, we lash out. Yeah. And uh, and we all do it. And and I do. do. I, I think it's important that you're saying that because I'm not too far from that. There, there are reflexes and impulses I'm constantly having to resist, mm -hmm. even whenever I'm learning something about the LDS Church of Beliefs that I, is contrary to what I believe, to not be like, <laughs> come on, to just be like, well, hold on, like, where is this coming from? Let me understand it fully. And, um, and as we talked about even in a video that we recorded for my channel, there was a long period of time in my life where I was uh, operating more out of the fight and flight as opposed to, like I say all the time, fighting that criticism with curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. So how are things going with your channel so far? You've gotten, you know, almost 20 videos out as we're recording this. Yes. Um, what has it been like so far? Like, is has the response been what you expected? What are the good things and the bad things yeah. that you're experiencing? Yeah. Because, um, just, sorry to interrupt you, but like, <clears throat> what you're doing is kind of similar to what we're doing. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, like our comment sections are generally pretty terrible over time. So <clears throat> just just yes. keep that in mind as yes. you respond. Um, how is it going on Hell of Saints? It is far exceeding anything I thought it would ever be. Really? It really was. You know, when, whenever you're in pastoral ministry, congregational ministry, you've, you've committed your life to walking alongside in most contexts. Okay, mm -hmm. You do have these mega churches where there's 500, 5,000, 10,000 people that like just go to these churches. But the vast majority of Protestant churches are 150 and less, mm -hmm. like over 90% of them are. Wow. And that pastoral experience is all about relationship. It's all about the people. And I love and I value the opportunity, the privilege to live life along people. These 100 to 150 people, 100, maybe 200 people in the, the congregations I've been a part of. Um, so my mental marker of this would be really successful in my mind having this conversation is if I'm able to match that online, like just get a hundred, couple hundred people to enter into this conversation with me. Um, I would be happy because it's a side gig for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm completely blown away by the fact that yeah, I'm getting thousands and thousands of views and the engagement in the comment section 
far surpassing anything I was expecting. So that is not a success story. That is a story of um, really gratitude, like how grateful I am that this is becoming something that is resonating with so many people. And and you're weird, Jeff. You're, <laughs> like... My wife tells me that all the time. <laughs> well, like, because Latter-day Saints are weird. Mm-hmm. It's even more weird for a Protestant pastor to be contemplating Latter-day Saint faith in a thoughtful and respectful manner. Mm-hmm. Not that most pastors aren't like that. They, I'm sure they are, but, uh, but, but, but like you're taking it a step further and making a YouTube channel about it. Yeah. So good on you for that. Thank you. Congratulations. I have two responses to that. Yeah. First thing is, dude, we're all weird. We are all weird. <laughs> Let's talk about Protestant Christianity for a second. We believe that God is three persons in one. I like where this is going. Okay. Like at some point you're like, excuse me, what? Like. That doesn't make sense. Now, we have our reasons as to why we embrace that type of thing. Um, We believe that God became a man and died for us. Like, if you really think about that for a second, it's like people being like, why? Why did the God-man have to come and die? Like, if you really take a step back from our context, it all seems weird. Why? Because we're reaching beyond the temporal existence to understand our place in the universe. And you're going to start bumping up against some things that are like, not just about brushing my teeth and going to work. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're, in other words, we're all weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And here's the second thing. If we're really going to walk in the footsteps of Jesus, I think that you have to take risks. Mm-hmm. You have to step outside of the comfort zone. And as one friend says it, you almost have to be kind of reckless. Mm-hmm. So where my natural inclination would be to stay back in that comfort zone into what is familiar, what is convenient we miss out on opportunities to accomplish significant things, not for ourselves, but allow the Lord to use us to, to accomplish significant things. So um, I really do give credit to the Lord kind of moving on me to, in a less pious sense, I'm not calling myself Peter, but like when Jesus, when Jesus said, yeah, you can come out on the water, um, that was a risk. That was right. It was in a storm. Okay. That is a frequent invitation that Jesus gives. So he gave to Nicodemus in the middle of the night in John chapter three. This guy was coming to him under the cover of night for a reason, because he was a Pharisee. It's the reason why he connected with the woman at the well the way he did. That was reckless. You don't talk to women back in that time. So I'm just feeling inspired by Jesus just to take the less comfortable steps and just to see what he can do in that. And I think it's good because from what you're doing, I don't know if about anyone else, but I've seen I feel like a big influx in a lot of other denominations looking into our faith. Hmm. I, I've seen one person on TikTok who's a born-again Christian reading the Book of Mormon and comparing it to other scriptures and mm-hmm. all that, and completely kind of like the way that you are. He's not bashing it. He's not. He's just doing it just because he's curious. Mm-hmm. And I think that what you're doing is a it's a great thing to help kind of unite the other Christian denominations to mm-hmm. find unity and understanding within everyone else. Because like you said, we're all weird. We all have tiny different like different beliefs within the same core foundation of Christ. Hmm. And so, yeah. So, Well, what I love about it is that, again, so many people are just fighting about being right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And you set this excellent example of exploring other people's perspectives without being threatened by them, mm-hmm. but while still disagreeing with them. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think it follows the pattern of discipleship. Uh, as Christ taught his disciples, uh, 
what, how does it go? By this shall men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have your theology 100% correct. <laughs> right? No, that's not what he says. He says that ye have love one for another. Right? Sure. And, and I think that what you're doing is a good example of that. And again, it's not compromising yourself mm. or your beliefs. Yeah. Uh, it's just respectfully acknowledging others. Yeah. My my hope and my desire is that I can just I can lead with love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's lead with the relational motivation. And, you know, the second thing tied to that, too, is um, why do I keep forgetting the second thing? The second thing's in code. It did last time. Um, <clears throat> Latter-day Saint mojo. There it is. Thank you. You helped me. You helped me find it. You got too long. Your banter helps me. Yeah. <laughs> And and the second thing to that is uh, I'm not I'm not hiding the ball. Yeah, I'm I'm being pretty like honest and upfront. Like mm-hmm. I really hold firmly to my beliefs as a Protestant evangelical pastor. I mean, I was I got my master's in biblical studies at one of the bastions of Christian evangelicalism in Moody at Moody Theological Seminary in Chicago. Like I'm not I'm not hiding that. Um, and here's the other thing too. If if you allow me to be a little bit provocative. Because you and I talked about this a little bit on one of my Hello Saints videos, mm-hmm. or at least we will, um, depending on when this is released. But uh, let's say I do have concerns about LDS belief, right? Let's say I do. What does it benefit me or any LDS person that I talk to to stand outside the meeting house on Sunday morning and to yell at you? Right? Mm. I feel like the best way for me to engage in conversation is to just do it in that relational disarming sense so we can talk about it rather than I disagree with you. You sit down and listen to what I have to say. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm really trying to avoid. We just recorded an episode for his channel before we recorded this. And and I thought it was really interesting because we disagreed on some things, but I felt uh I mean, I, 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 I feel like that the presence of the Holy Ghost was there mm-hmm. at, at points that it was a it was a loving, respectful conversation between two people that disagree. And I found it fascinating that in that scenario with two disagreeing parties, they can still both leave edified yeah. and better. Absolutely. And and if we can turn disagreement into that. Mm-hmm. Even if even though we both leave still disagreeing, I think that's a fantastic outcome. That's the best outcome that, that you could ask for, I think, in that kind of a scenario. Absolutely. And and like let's contextualize that into the world that we're living in right now. Like, how many people do you guys know in the LDS church that are in the process of deconstructing their faith? Oh yeah. Worldwide thing, yeah. right? It's happening in the evangelical church, right? What better time for us to get out of our entrenched views to to speak into that context and to to invite faith-centered conversations that we believe are significant to the life to come. What better time to do that? And that's where I agree with you. Is is the Holy Spirit, I'll speak from a Protestant context for a second, is the Holy Spirit only present in a church service where the music is just really going and like people are really into it? And like, is that the only place where the Holy Spirit is truly active and moving? Um, it's not what I really see in the scriptures. What I see in the scriptures, the Holy Spirit is active and moving, enabling and empowering his people when they're having significant conversations as though Jesus himself were there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to walk into. And, and I appreciate 
the openness and the invitation to have those conversations. Our pleasure. Any yeah. any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, I appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, I It's kind of interesting because whenever I first started Hello Saints, I had this sort of secret aspiration of like, man, it'd be really cool if I could connect with the Saints Unscripted people. Um, in fact, that's one of the reasons why I did a React video. I was like, hey, can I have your attention? <laughs> uh, I'm giving you attention. It works. So. It works. Yeah. So then, you know, we had some Zoom calls and we've been talking and stuff like that. Um, I just, I want to say thank you for um, in, uh, being open to having these conversations. And I, I really am excited that this, like this is my first time on Saints Unscripted, regardless of YouTube channels. I'm excited that this is sort of the beginning of my journey because there's so much more that I ground that we can cover as we move forward. Love it. That's, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Jeff, for being here. Uh, guys, go watch his videos on Hello yeah. Saints. Subscribe to his channel as well as ours. You know, if, you, if you're not subscribed, you can do that. That's fine. Um, if people have questions for you, Jeff, where can they go? Um, best place probably is hello.saints on Instagram. Uh, best ways to get a hold of me is to just DM me. And um, you can also find my email address um, on the YouTube channel in the about area. Uh, but feel free to reach out. I'd love to chat. And I'm usually pretty active in the comments section as well. So um, just try to get my attention. I'll do my best to respond. Great. Thank you awesome. so much. We, uh, I mean, I've, I've grown up in the church. I'm I'm not going to say my age because then it will make me less relatable to you youths out there watching. <laughs> I'm but, older. Uh, yes, you are older. That's true. Um, but, I, I mean, I've been, I, I haven't run out of stuff to learn about we Latter-day Saints and all my time in the church. So I'm excited for you as you are really just starting this journey. Sure. There's, there's so much stuff. I mean, you mentioned that a lot of Protestant congregations are 150 people, probably haven't been around too long. Um, we've got a whole lot of history, almost 200 years now, and it's it's intense, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm excited for you. And Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.